Hello and welcome to Yours Mentally, a podcast that discusses issues that we all have on our mind but are too afraid to speak on. Our podcast is a safe space for anyone who wants to discover more about and improve their mental well-being. On today's episode of Yours Mentally, we have with us Sinjini Ghosh, who is a co-founder and counseling psychologist at Gulmohar Counseling and Experiential Services. She is also a resident illustrator of all their content. She practices from a humanistic existential orientation and she enjoys spending time with animals, reading, creating and consuming art. We're so, so happy to have you on this episode, Dia. So on today's episode where we talk about FOMO, that is fear of missing out. Dia, how do you identify that you're experiencing FOMO and what kind of emotions does one exhibit? Right. So FOMO or like the fear of missing out, as uh, you just said, it is basically the perception or the feeling that we have that others are having better experiences or just living better lives than us. So, I mean, it's safe to say that all of us have experienced it. And I think one of the primary ways that we can tell it is FOMO, that is fear of missing out that we are experiencing, is that sort of feeling of apprehension uh, that we get or the sinking sort of feeling when we imagine or see that others may be having more rewarding experiences than us or just doing something that we would rather also be doing. Right. So uh, it comes with feelings of despair or regret um, that we're absent from the scene. Uh, We could be feeling dissatisfaction that's common not feeling satisfied with where we're at feel disappointed envy jealousy anxiety um i think sometimes when we are distracted often we're feeling distracted we don't want to do what we're doing often fomo can be a reason that we are feeling distracted or feeling frustrated with the tasks we have so like all of these feelings are fairly common and um it seems pretty normal but it has been seen that experiencing fomo at a stretch can have long-term repercussions. So you can have lower self-esteem because of it, have chronic anxiety. Um, These are not good things. So you could have trouble sleeping because of it or feel fatigue, um, distraction. And so I think it becomes a little important to uh, identify that it is FOMO that we are feeling. And um, yeah, I think some questions we can ask ourselves if to identify, okay, this is FOMO is that, okay, do I fear that others are having more rewarding experiences than me? Or do I get anxious when I don't know what my friends are up to? Or uh, if they're all hanging out and I miss the opportunity, how much does it bother me? So it's important to remember that we all experience FOMO, that it is normal and it is okay to do it. But also being aware of it uh, can really help us perceive the situation differently then. Right. And do you think it's possible to experience FOMO if you're not a very social person or don't have many friends? Do you still experience FOMO? Yeah, I think definitely so. I don't think that, uh, you know, only extroverts are limited to experiencing FOMO. I think all of us, regardless of, uh, you know, age or where we are at or uh, our tendency to hang out with people, I don't think our social inclinations dictate it too much. Um, We all can feel the fear of missing out on something that we like to do. So I think it's about the perception of how rewarding that experience is that someone else is having. So we can crave uh, something that somebody else has. And I think any of anybody can feel that way. Right. So according to you, is FOMO more like prevalent in young adults and teenagers? Or do like does the older generation like have to deal with it? Right. So humans are relational beings, right? Which means that um, existentially, like in our lives, relatedness or feeling social connection are very fundamental things. And FOMO is kind of the opposite. It's the intimate opposite of feeling included. It's the feeling of social exclusion. And 
all of us can feel this feeling like this feeling of uh, being socially excluded or not belonging is experienced by everyone regardless of age and it has been around also forever it's just that now that we have like a formal nomenclature for it we have word for it so so be it feeling sad like as a teenager when um, you miss out on a movie plan that our friends are making or when you're an adult because you have homework or when you're an adult like you can't hang out or go to a social event because you have responsibilities at home i think that sting of missing out on something that we perceive could be a fun or rewarding experience is experienced by everyone but um and even like research shows that there is no necessary correlation between uh age and fomo but it is definitely true that young adults experience it more more frequently and more intensely sometimes because it is also that to young adults social connection is all the more important right while we are growing up we derive a lot of meaning and our worth from our friendships the social relations we have and so we also experience more anxiety around it and this experience of social anxiety is all the more aggravated by how much young adults are on social media so this has a lot to do with like when how young adults begin to experience uh, social anxiety or begin to sort of feel these feelings of exclusion they're also launched into this experience online and they have to constantly see what like our peers are up to what their friends are doing which gives us so much scope for comparing for not feeling satisfied with what we have to feel disappointed so it is not age really that affects um, how much we experience from i wouldn't say it but it is prevalent uh, in young adults especially so because just how much social media they do use but also like don't worry about it too much because it is seen that you tend to grow out of it fomo is something that you do feel at all ages the frequency and intensity at which you feel fomo sort of declines over time so it gets better so do you believe that with maturity you know we don't really let fomo affect us as much um yeah uh, maturity when we talk about chronological age like getting older maturity maybe not so much but i do think that uh, the closer we grow to ourselves or the more satisfied we get with our lives the more we sort of know what we want when we are younger we still figuring out what we want right but the more you know what you want what your personal goals are the more you can work towards them and not be so affected by what other people's lives look like so i do think that happens as you grow older you tend to know more of what you want and be less affected by what others are doing so you feel less fear of missing out right um, what exactly is the relationship between fomo and social media like do you think social media plays a big role in fomo absolutely it does i think um, so while this losing out on fun missing something desirable this is definitely not new to this era right people have been feeling it feeling it forever but it is very interrelated as in even the study of it as a socio psychological phenomenon is fairly recent i think the term itself was like coined as early as uh, as recently as 1996 and now the abbreviation as we know it f f o m o being like the abbreviation of fear of missing out it's the fact that it's born on social media i think speaks a lot to how interrelated the two are um the anxiety or the motivation we feel that okay we want to belong to some group or we want to attend an event or we want to be a part of something that's happening that anxiety is aggravated by having to witness these moments online uh, people are putting up stories they are curating their lives right so it is all the more hard to not feel the grass is greener on the other side sort of feeling because uh, when somebody's life is online it's just the highlights it's always the good parts it could be easily fabricated or easily uh, created we never get the whole picture 
so the idea that something is better on the other side becomes all the more easy to imagine online so using social media really really does affect the way we compare our daily seemingly mundane lives to other people's more happening or exciting um, lives and so our idea of what is normal what a normal day looks like can become very skewed so it does become then easier to view our lives as limited or lacking which is not true so social media does does hurt uh, us in that way and it's just harmful to anxiety in general and the fear of missing out is one of those many fears that is aggravated by social media yeah and does gender play a role in fomo like do girls feel fomo more than boys or like vice versa or does gender have no role in it yeah i i have explored this and i find that there is a general agreement that fear of missing out isn't associated with age or gender right there are mixed outcomes in research some say men are more susceptible some say the opposite so we are yet to understand how much of a role gender plays but interestingly and sort of obviously actually fomo is seen to be linked with a greater use of smartphones or greater social media usage so it makes sense the that the way adolescents are using social networking sites at a high rate that's why they experience more fomo similarly it is seen that if um, girls uh, tend to use social media more when they are feeling depressed versus sometimes for boys young boys it's usually feeling anxiety that drives them to greater social media use and both of these things may consequently lead to feeling more fear of missing out so no i don't think gender is very uh, it plays a very significant role in how much fomo we are feeling i think do think it is more to do with how much life satisfaction we have what hobbies we are indulging in how much time we spend connecting with people in real life uh, how much time we spend scrolling the kind of content we consume as well that plays a role more regardless of gender in the amount of fomo we are feeling so you just spoke about the type of con- uh, content we consume do you think some people manifest fomo because they see their favorite social media celebrities you know post about it. like um, i i know sometime back i'd seen one of this award shows okay that was going on and this one actor could not go for it so he or she posted like a picture of it and he's like hashtag #fomo <laughs> so do you think that you know people see this and they think it's cool to you know do that in rather than actually feeling it i would say that um these labels like whenever we have a term for something like we have fomo for this feeling uh it can be both uh useful and detrimental useful in the way that you it's always useful to know that this is the feeling i'm having so that you can begin to address it but also sometimes yeah people might just be saying fomo casually without really experiencing it but i don't think that um we manifest it i do think it's such a common feeling to have and to sort of acknowledge that all of us experience it is uh, actually important that um the first step i think would be to acknowledge that yeah okay it's normal and okay to be experiencing fear of missing out because the best of us you know feel it yeah right and lastly i'd like to ask you how exactly can we overcome fomo right so i think i just uh, what i said about the first thing we can do is acknowledging it i think that is definitely important because a lot of the times we might be feeling anxiety or frustration or distraction and not correlate that with you know okay i'm feeling this way because i saw something online that hurt my feelings or because i know my friend is doing something without me so um to be able to identify that okay i saw that story on instagram or i heard somebody's traveling to a place i've always wanted to go um then we know that okay this is the feeling i'm having and then you can begin to deal with it and i think uh, to begin to deal with it like in there are two practices that really make sense like two steps and the first is to reaffirm to ourselves that we should not be over over evaluating others lives right um no picture is ever perfect 
uh, nobody is having a blast even if they necessarily look like they are so we can't be disappointed in our own life uh, over evaluating or imagining what others might be right and uh, the second would be to not undervalue our own that is to note that you know we have also had fun worthwhile engaging experiences before we will have them again it's normal to want them but the boring tasks we might have to be doing instead are important also so i think this ability is a big part of overcoming fomo to be able to value and cherish our own life because that way it really helps in switching our perspective when we begin to feel that anxiety that oh someone else has this and i don't it's very normal for that anxiety to come but to sort of be able to value our own life and to do that i think it just takes a little bit of attention when we are mindful that uh, these are all the things we have and when we are practicing gratitude on a daily basis maybe it all adds up to just feeling more contentment in life and having greater contentment greater life satisfaction is hugely beneficial to feeling less fomo and also i think a general tip would be to regiment our time on social media you know and be mindful of what we consume so to keep reminding ourselves that yeah things aren't as rosy or as desirable as they made out to be uh, nobody has the ideal life and that our real life connections or what we have the pace we are living at our personal goals all of these things are valid enough and just important enough so right oh wow that was a sort of personal <laughs> attack but really helped a lot that episode uh, thank you dia for being with us on this episode and uh, to everyone who's reached here thank you for listening and i'll see thank you thank you